Couple queer kids making fanfics. Couple queer kids making fanfics. Couple queer kids making fanfics. Making up some bullshit that's not canon. They're the world's most stupid writing team. They run off just Adderall and caffeine. When it's time to start the show. They grab their pens and it's time to go. Couple queer kids making fanfics. Couple queer kids making fanfics. Scotty writes songs about money playing. While Megan ruins all your favorite things. These kids are cool but rude. And they both love Hawk Baba Duke. Couple queer kids making fanfics. Couple queer kids making fanfics. Couple queer kids making fanfics. Welcoming you all to Fun Fiction. Fiction, the show where two idiots ruin that thing you like, and I do machines. Scotty Moore! <laughs> and I'm not here for a long time, but I am here for a shell of a time. I'm Megan Danger. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many shell puns that you have to deal with, like in early 90s Ninja Turtles, and I feel like we... Let's focus in on the movies, because earlier today you just looked at me like, yo... There's a lot of Ninja Turtles shit. What are we focusing in on? There's so many Ninja Turtles shit. Um, and they've, and like, I know you just said, let's focus in on the movies, but they've crossed over with like everyone. Yep. Um, they, I'm fairly sure they fought the Joker once with Batman. There, of course, is the Power Ranger, which, like, that was obvious. You eventually had to have Ninja Turtles versus Power Rangers. They're in, they're not in Mortal Kombat, which I know a couple of weeks ago I said they were, but they're in Injustice, which is like Mortal Kombat, but not as violent. It's the, it's the same thing, essentially. Yeah, but you don't get to see Raphael rip out a man's still beating heart. Like, you know well, I think it's it's gotten it's just confusing at this point because the Joker is in Injustice. Yeah, and in Mortal Kombat. And then it, he makes references in Mortal Kombat to characters from Injustice and it's, this yeah, it's it's gonna give you a headache. It's yeah. just gonna straight up give you a headache. But no, dude, Ninja Turtles is my shit ever since I was a kid, and even now as a grown ass adult. My favorite movie of all time, which I've said on multiple podcasts, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. My favorite video game is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time. Like, Oh, I'm so glad you brought up Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time. Yes! It fucking rules! It's so good, although there's the, the weirdest thing in it, and I never forgot it, ever. Because even as a kid... I knew that it was kind of fucked up because it's you were just talking about wading through like shell puns. Oh, yeah. It's not even a it's not even a pun. Like, it's not even a pun. But yeah, like yeah. one of the levels is just called like bury my shell at wounded knee. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, because you can't forget it because even as a little kid, you're like, 
No, that's that's kind of fucked up. That's fucked up. (laughs) I thought you were going to say in the very I think it is the very first level you play where Krang attacks you. But Krang is not normal Krang who let's just break down Krang for a minute. Oh, yeah. um, brain that is in the body of a giant robot baby but for some reason that giant robot baby in this level is a hundred feet tall it's massive uh no that is one of my life goals is is to buy the uh, tmnt arcade machine and just put it somewhere like I will go on Facebook Marketplace, eBay, wherever. How cheap can I get this? Probably not very. I imagine it's it's expensive. I found it for two hundo the other day, and I didn't have two hundo, or else I would have. That's not bad, actually. I, I I would imagine. I have you know I have absolutely no frame of reference, but I feel like that's not bad. No, arcade cabinets are usually pretty expensive, like up in the thousands for good ones, eight hundred for like. Those like arcade one up ones you can buy at Walmart. Those are like the cheapest you can get in there, eight hundred. But yeah, no fucking Ninja Turtles rips, baby. I had so much as a kid, and then I it was cool because as a child I grew up with the turtles from the eighties, and then they rebooted it in two thousand and three. It wasn't as good, but it was still enough for me at that time. But the weird thing about growing up with it is there's a weird disconnect in my head because. I assume these things were coming out as I was growing up. No. Like, n- Turtles in Time, I was always... Or not Turtles in Time. Um, uh, Secret of the Ooze, I was always like, oh, yeah, yeah, that came out when I was like four or five. It came out a year before I was born. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. It's old as shit. Uh, but you said you like the first... I can't get into the first one because they made my boys too dark. It's the, it's the, uh, it's, the Chris, a, it's Christopher <laughs> Nolan presents the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> the first one is a classic. It's so good. You've got you've got the boys. You've got your turtles. Yep. Rafa, Raphael says he does say damn. He does he does yell damn real loud because he loses he loses one of his sigh. Um, inappropriately loud, I would say. Just, damn, and it echoes in the the city. Um, they wear that, their go- they wear goofy <laughs> trench coats when they're that running was around. Their, uh, <laughs> that was their way of saying this ain't your mama's Ninja Turtles by having him scream damn. I am upset that they didn't bring over one of the things from the cartoon. You have seen the Ninja Turtles disguises in the cartoon, right? I can't like uh, not I, like off the top of my head. I don't. So know. <laughs> they do have the trench coat. So they were paying homage to that in the film. But what they also have is a horrifying white chicks esque flesh mask. Oh that no! They wear over their face, and it is fucking horrifying. Oh, it's to the Google. worst shit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life, and I love it so much. <laughs> Megan just quietly googling Ninja Turtle flesh mask. Oh god, they, they look kind of like a Tommy Pickles blow up doll face. It's real bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really bad, my dude. Yeah, it's, I, it sucks a lot. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the movie, the movie's just like I watch. God, I must have watched it a million freaking times when I was a kid. Um, yeah, I just, I loved it a lot. Uh, part of it was that I was doing, uh, I, I did, uh, karate 
from like age five to like 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a big, like, I was so fucking pumped when I got old enough to where they were like, yeah, we'll give you weapons. And I got to do, like, I learned the bow staff and I learned nunchucks. And when I got to sigh, I was like, yes. I am I had, almost ascended. I'm almost there. I had a black pair of sigh. I was that oh, kid. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. I think the only actual weapon that I had, because like I, I took Taekwondo for one year, got a yellow belt and said, that's enough for me. I'm out. Uh, but the only weapon I ever got was I got these weird acrylic nunchucks that oh had LEDs God. in them. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, they right. still fuck you up. <laughs> they were very hard, but like <laughs> they were cheesy as all hell. Look, I already have a very hard time taking Taekwondo seriously based on uh, the jokes that, that my, my, uh, the, based one of the on senseis. the everything about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, based on the everything, but specifically the, the sensei that I had, especially in my tween to teen years, he was great. He was also yeah. like, he was a dickhead, but in the fun way that teens like. <laughs> um, where you just, you're, you want to do everything to impress him. Oh, yeah, I know that vibe. We had a teacher that was like that. Uh, and he would talk about how useless Taekwondo was. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had we had a kid specifically who was coming in and we were, he was like, oh, or did you like, is this like, are you coming from like any other styles or whatever? And he's like, yeah, I used to do Taekwondo. And he's like, oh, OK, so you're coming with nothing. <laughs> and he was like you know like what the fuck bro and he was just like okay well what are you what are you gonna do and he's so it's like he comes at him with like a kick and he just grabs his leg and he's like what are you gonna do now what are you gonna do now and he's just like <laughs> hopping with him in place while he's holding his leg he's like what else can you do what else can you do he was just an asshole and we all loved him so much <laughs> that that is so powerful i will say the first ninja turtle film does have one thing that the sequel doesn't and it's casey jones casey was just not there in the sequel for some reason my karate teacher had big Casey Jones energy. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot missing in the sequel, honestly, from the first one. I uh, I love that sequel so much that I also own the making of on VHS. Oh my gosh, Scotty. <laughs> and during that, they reveal, firstly, the opening scene of the sequel is a fucking masterpiece. Because the one problem a lot of parents had was, yo, they be using giant swords. That don't seem cool for my kids to see. Because Ninja Turtles is a kid's property at the end of the day. So in the sequel, they're not allowed to use weapons. What? See, yeah, they I never <laughs> I never saw the, the sequel. But, um, Scotty, they are the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Okay, I need you to get out whatever else you wanted to say before I go off on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Because like I warned you earlier, it will be a Scoob situation where I just keep saying shit and it's all true, but you will not believe a word of it. Okay, all right, then let me let me get it. Okay, I got to get it all out then. Um, yeah, yeah. So first off... No, well, it was not originally specific. Well, maybe it was meant for kids, but originally it was uh, comics. Yeah, yeah, it was a really dark. It was like um, like the mask with Jim Carrey. That was not a cartoony, fun comic book. Yeah, that was a gritty thing. Yeah, um, and it was like all like 
really sketchy like kind of pencils and stuff um my dad has the original comics like the, the, original the artwork is gorgeous like originally i think the they all only had red masks yep. and then once it became a cartoon they were like we gotta find a way <laughs> to differentiate these motherfuckers pretty quickly pretty much yeah that is one of my favorite things is people who are just like so they're ninjas right yeah yeah and they wear the mask to hide their disguise, to hide who they are. It's kind of, they are giant fucking turtles. <laughs> like, it's not exactly that, that good of a disguise. And so eventually they had to come up with, I think that, I think that the reason they wear it is simply just so Splinter can tell them the fuck apart. And that's it. Which I think is valid. The Splinter was just like, shit, dude, you are just a bunch of turtles. Um, all right, <laughs> fuck purple, that shit. orange, and I will name you after Renaissance painters, except for you, Donatello. You just hang over there. We didn't think this through all the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was one thing. Uh, yeah, because the only point of reference, really, that I have was the movie that I loved very dearly. Uh, the video that video game turtles in time and then um one of my best friends from like age four to eight was this kid named michael perez and he had all the action figures and i would just go to yeah. his house and we would play with them all and i was very jealous because i didn't have any of them <laughs> oh i have a shit ton of them still out in my shed i have an inappropriately large amount i've got the fucking van i've got the lair from the 2003 update i've got one that's about two feet tall and it's horrifying to look at because it's based off the movie version oh i don't like that <laughs> I, I don't like when action figures are that when they're when they're the really big when they're in that like uncanny valley of being the size of a toddler i really don't like that it's not that bad when it's something like a big normal ninja turtle or like a funko pop that's big now when i did see an army a veritable army of Two feet tall John Cena's? That's when I got uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like that. That's bad. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, definitely, you know, did not uh, appreciate it at the time because, again, child. But going back, April O'Neil, Casey Jones, by the, the bats of that for a bisexual? Yes. Extremely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, both very gender. <laughs> both of them i will wear a yellow jumpsuit all across town <laughs> also did you see either of the new like michael bay ones no because that is a visually upsetting design and i don't like it i didn't see the first one but i did see the second one because wwe superstar sheamus was in it as a rhino man <laughs> <laughs> that's a compelling reason and so i said well i gotta see it now and i don't know i guess it's just every sequel is buck wild when it's in the ninja turtles universe because it's fucking insane um but nowhere near as insane as secret of the ooze so so they're they're not allowed to oh wait 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 wait, wait. i forgot the last thing okay because uh because one of the other things in the, in the first one is um because that I'm sure parents didn't like, is that they make joining the evil Foot Clan seem real fun. Oh, that's still in the sequel. 
That one did not disappear in the sequel. Oh, it still seems like it's real fun to go join the the evil ninja foot clan and like hang out in like an evil skateboard lair. Um, More than that, one of the heroes does it. (laughs) One of the the good guys joins them. And and baby Sam Rockwell is there. What? Yeah. What? Google it. Google it, motherfucker. (laughs) Google it, coward. Oh my god, that is such baby Sam Rockwell. Oh, that's adorable. I wish I had seen the first one more. I really have not seen it that many times. Um, But no, the sequel, someone does join and they have the dumbest like initiation of all time, which is they cover a mannequin and bells. And then the whole thing is you have to be fast enough to pull the bells off without making a noise. And then they just go, also, we work in concealment. And then they just throw a fucking smoke bomb down and are like, now do it. And that just allows Raphael to come in, pluck the bells off, and then run away. Like, there's no advantage to doing it in concealment outside of letting Raphael do it for our main boy. Uh, that's, main... that's that's quite a downgrade from like kidnap and murder the rat man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, firstly, our our I guess he's like our Casey Jones replacement in this film. Absolutely fucking sucks, and it is the he may be one of the best parts of the movie because of how terrible he is. Uh, he's a pizza delivery boy who knows a shit ton of karate obviously obviously and when you first meet him he's going to deliver pizza and on his way out firstly opening of this film uh 27 different pizza slices are being consumed by various members of new york city it's as if that is all they do in new york city is consume pizza um but main boy gets on his bike, flirts with some women, and then they go, maybe in your dreams. And then he goes, yeah, well, maybe I'll dream of something thinner. <laughs> and then goes off and I'm like, I immediately hate you. <laughs> then later when he discovers the turtles in April's apartment, which, by the way, they no longer allowed to live in the sewer. They live with April for some reason. The way he gets them to come out is he just Full heel stomps Michelangelo's toes. <laughs> he full, like, breaks their toes in half. Why? He sucks so much. But back to the fact that they can't fight without weapons. They find clever ways around it. Like, Mike, or, um, Leo still uses the katana, but he uses them in a different way, which is, like, the, he flings the, them. The, the, the what now? The katana. The katana? I had a teacher in college who made us learn that it was pronounced katana. I think he may have been lying and fucking with us because that is the kind of teacher that he is. I've never, I've, I've, I've never, ever. He pulls out his big swords (laughs) and he flings them into the ceiling and I assume hits a stud because if he didn't, what happens next wouldn't work as he just grabs onto them and then hits just like a running (laughs) drop kick onto Foot Clan members. At one point, 
Oh, oh, baby, this is the top of the mountain. <laughs> this is the peak of the iceberg of Buckwild shit. At one point, Donatello, because they're chasing him through a mall, Donatello pretends to be like one of those Bozo Boffit clowns and is shaking back and forth, and a Foot Clan member stops, looks at him, and then just starts pushing him back and forth like he's a toy, even though it's clearly Donatello of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then Donnie just grabs a foam baseball bat and beats the fuck out of the guy with it. Before and this Hulk- was your favorite. It's so fucking good. Oh, and then the end of that, he holds out his hands and screams like a zombie and spooks off the Foot Clan member. Uh I hate it. I can't remember if this is Donnie or Michelangelo, but they do beat the fuck out of seven Foot Clan members with a yo-yo by just yoing it down. And he literally stops them in their path and is like, watch, walk the dog, bam, and just like full circles around and beats them all up. And the last moment from this scene I want to talk about is the most uncomfortable I've ever been in a schoolroom setting because I brought this to watch in class. And at one point, Michelangelo, because he can't use his nunchucks, goes to like a sausage stand. I know. I like you know you know those places in malls that just have big sausages hanging up at yeah. all times. Yeah, just just naked sausages. <laughs> you know, Gra- mall Gra- sausage. <laughs> <laughs> you know you've got your your Panera bread, you've got your Sbarro pizza, and then you've got Dave's special sausage section. I, you- I got to have my mall sausage. <laughs> Michelangelo grabs two of them and like wraps them around the neck of a foot soldier drags him behind the counter now all you see is like the counter and every few minutes Michelangelo's body jumping up in a all fours position while screaming (laughs) do you want a pickle I'll give you a pickle and I'm like are you (laughs) Mikey are you (laughs) are you fucking a foot clan member with your mall sausage You are describing a porn to me. <laughs> I'm describing you the greatest just, film ever. And then you, are, he, you, you are describing to me is they did want. Okay, we can't let our children see large turtle men beating the shit out of people with weapons because that's bad. So what's better? All right, what if what if what if he fucks him with a ball sausage? <laughs> What if he screams about how he's gonna slip him his green turtle pickle? Surely that's much better. That's so, way better than if he was gonna if he was gonna hit him oh. with the nunchuck. So then uh, he grabs two more mall sausages, chases off the rest of the members of the Foot Clan, tosses the mall sausages at him and screams, next time I'll use mustard. That's the end of the greatest opening of any film ever produced. 
How much do you know about Secret of the Ooze? That much now. Oh, so you don't know the ending. No, I never watched this movie. Oh, the first Megan. one. The first one was plenty for me. No, this is a gift I get to give you on this day. They, 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 they where they lived in the sewers. Casey Jones hit uh, people with the bat. April was sassy. Shredder kidnapped the Rat Man. They thought he was his dead, and then they murdered Shredder in a trash compactor. It was good times. Well, fun fact. <laughs> He ain't dead. There's a long tracking shot on a pile of trash and his hand shoots out of it. And I don't know how long after the first film, this film takes place. But there's a very good argument to be made that Shredder is a trash man that survived on eating garbage for multiple days until he found the strength to get his hand up and get out of there. Um. So the the sequel to oh god this film okay is about the turtles origin and at one point Donatello does realize that their existence is a mistake because no I, I, shit <laughs> legitimate, what tipped him off I wonder well I mean it's this matter of Donatello being like there's got to be something more to our existence why are we here why were we created and then eventually he learns and I'm like Donatello is about to commit turtle suicide because he's just like what does it even mean then what does it matter and this is after, by the way, they discover their new lair, which is honestly looks like the New York City underground Sistine Chapel. It is inappropriately beautiful. Um, so they they're they're learning about their origins through a company called TGRI that made the ooze that turned them into turtles. The reason that's important is because Shredder who survived on garbage like a trash man for a week. <laughs> he returns to the Foot Clan, and the main, like, the guy who took over after Shredder died is like, ah, so now we rebuild the Foot? And he just goes, nope, I only want one thing, revenge. And his revenge is going to come by kidnapping a scientist and some ooze, and his big plan is to turn two animals into his own personal Teenage Mutant Ninja death traps. And you'd think, given the fact that Bebop and Rocksteady were already there from the like TV show, that's what they do. Right? Yeah. No. Oh no! They he turns a fox and a snapping turtle which to me i'm like shredder you're not that creative if you're like what can i use to defeat turtles ah a fox and um an another turtle <laughs> bigger meaner turtle <laughs> um but that fucks up because after they they evolve and get oozed up and big uh they both are dumbass babies and they refer to shredder as mama <laughs> And it leads to the greatest line read of the entire film because Shredder is so playing. It's so serious. You'd think he is in like a vintage ninja film and not this bullshittery because he just bursts through the door as these two dipshits are hitting each other with giant pieces of rebar and laughing. And he just screams, baby, 
babies. <laughs> They're babies. Shit, that is pretty funny. But yeah, also like, d- duh. That's why s- splitters are, are they're, they're teenagers. <laughs> yeah. They're they're yeah. they're dumbass. Like what? They're like what? Fifteen? Sixteen? I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 So what? What did Shredder think he was just gonna have insta adults? <laughs> insta. I think he just wanted killing machines and didn't consider it. <laughs> um, also, the scientist is played by the guy who voiced the lobe on Freakazoid. Knocks it out of the park. Dude fucking rules through the whole ass film. Uh, then they send Shitty Boy to get recruited by the Foot Clan, but he and Raphael get kidnapped. Then they have to go rescue them. They escape with the scientist, and they have to make a an antidote, I guess, for the mutagen, which seems precarious that the Ninja Turtles are going to be right next to this mutagen that could kill them instantly. But they make it, and now... I've been skipping around and I've been trying to go fast through this film, but I have to just go all out for this ending of this film because it's buck wild. Oh, it's the guy from Cast a uh, Deadly Spell on In the Mouth of Madness. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Dude fucking rules. He's great. He's in like a million things. So he, um, he, he figures it out and they're like, how are we going to give this mutagen this anti-mutagen to these monsters and for some reason shredder has initiated like this is where we will do battle turtles come to my octagon (laughs) and once they get there they have initiated their plan which is to feed them the mutagen inside of a jelly donut sure why also, not? oh fuck, I forgot about this. While they're making this very important mutagen, uh, Michelangelo just drops a whole ass slice of pizza in there, and it's fine. <laughs> they're like, ah, it's fine, just dig that out. It'll be okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Science, baby. So they give them the donut, saying it is the important pre-fight donut. It is a ritual of all ninja to eat a donut before battle. Um... <laughs> They Shredder's like, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that from my travels. And then they start to eat the donut, but then one of them crushes it, and they realize, oh no, we may be babies, but we ain't stupid. So they only have a little bit of the anti-mutagen in them. The Ninja Turtles get into a fight, and at one point, fuck, you're not prepared for the words that are about to exit my dumb fucking mouth. But it's gonna be wh- it's gonna be hard to top the dumb shit you already said. Oh, <laughs> you fool. You fool. <laughs> One of them tackles a ninja turtle through a wall, and they end up in a vanilla ice concert. <laughs> And this isn't like a fun middle of the movie goof. This is the ultimate battle of the Ninja Turtles against Tonka and Razor, the fox and turtle. And Vanilla, the whole club shuts down because it's like, oh, fuck, this is horrible. Five seconds later, they're like, you know what? This is pretty cool. And then Vanilla Ice 
Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go! (laughs) Freestyles a rap on stage about what's happening in the audience, and now everyone (laughs) thinks it's part of the fucking show. Of course, obviously. And so then they realize the only way to make them turn into their original forms easier is with carbon. Is to feed them vanilla ice. (laughs) No, I wish. No, it's to feed them carbon dioxide. So they just shove fire extinguishers down their throats, spray it. And I'm like, that's going to kill them no matter what. I do not think that this is going to affect the mutagen. I think it's just going to kill them. But no, they end up burping a lot because kids movie and Ah. then turn back into a fox and a snapping turtle. But that doesn't matter because April O'Neil has been kidnapped by Shredder, who's on the who's sitting in. Sure. Oh, bud, we're not done. (laughs) We're not done. We're not He's on stage. I think it's... No, it's not even April. It's just some random-ass woman at the Vanilla Ice concert, and she wasn't ready for this. She wasn't prepared for this. She thought she was just going to go see Vanilla Ice. (laughs) She just wanted to see Ice, baby. Why couldn't Shredder just kidnap Vanilla Ice? Yeah, and so then... He wasn't a coward. (laughs) uh, Then Shredder pulls out the big vial of ooze and is like, I still have more. And they're like, no! And then... Um, dipshit come, dipshit who joined the Foot Clan and is useless through the whole film jumps on stage and just spin kicks the vial out of Shredder's hands. Okay. And while he's distracted getting the vial, Michelangelo has found a keytar. I don't fucking know where, hooked it up to an amplifier that he Marty McFly's up so high that he presses a chord on the keytar and it sends Shredder hurtling out of the building as the amp explodes. Hey, Megan? (laughs) Megan? Yes, yes, Scotty? I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not fucking done. What's left? Well, they go outside and they're like, ah, oh, good. The Shredder is finally dead. God, I love being a turtle. And they all put their arms around each other. And then the boardwalk they're on just gets yeeted down because Shredder took the last vial of ooze himself and has now become a super Shredder who's played by WCW champion Kevin fucking Nash. Big Daddy Cool Diesel is here and he's the Shredder. What? And... He, firstly, by the way, I I had this exact same rant on Twitter once. I tagged Kevin Nash in the rant, and he has blocked me <laughs> to this day. <laughs> um, and you'd think, like, oh, great, now we get to see an epic battle of these four turtles versus this Jack Shredman. No, he just gets pissed, starts ripping down beams, and it's it just like starts to cause the entire boardwalk to crumble around them. And instead of getting the fuck out, Leonardo just starts praying. <laughs> not, not praying, but you know, just like that ninjutsu, like, like ah, vi- yes, meditating. 
meditating. Yeah, well, yeah, not meditating because he's speaking words, oh. but he's like, God, I love being eternal. And then as he does that, the whole boardwalk collapses around them and sends them all into the ocean. What? And the moments fuck? later, all that happens are four turtle shells start bobbing up on the surface, unmoving. What? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they are alive. <laughs> like, they finally get up and they're like, oh, what a doozy that was. And then, like, wait, look. And, like, Super Shredder's hand lifts up as it did at the beginning of the film. And then it collapses back down. And then they go back home. And Which so they didn't actually fight him. No, not at all. He kills himself. It is a full-on Spider-Man 2 Doc Ock situation, like... He just kind of does it himself at the end. Hey, no, okay. Spider-Man 2 Doc Ock was like purpose. Like that was a- that It was, was a, a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. That was an arc. <laughs> this just sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> uh, so then they go see Splinter and Splinter's just like, you know the path of a ninja is not to be seen. At which point he holds up a newspaper where Vanilla Ice and the Ninja Turtles are all dancing together. And he just screams, go ninja, go ninja, go! And then that's the end of the film. Oh, they printed that newspaper real quick. Oh, they really did. It, and that's only the beginning of the film. Like, that's only the peak of the iceberg of the great moments this film has to offer. There's Michelangelo being horny for April and most human women through the whole fucking thing. Oh, yeah, because, cause, you know, hitting people with a stick is bad, but being, being mad horny, that's acceptable. And making a reference to Casablanca, which he does do at one point, perfect for the kids. The kids love their Casablanca references. Well, cause they did that in the first one, too, because uh, Casey Jones keeps calling them, like, Humphrey Bogart or some shit because they wear trench coats, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, again, like, I don't know who that's for, but sure. <laughs> There's so many just, I've, I, we must watch this film one time. If I ever get up there, I, I we're gonna want. just, like, chill and watch this fucking flick. I don't want to. It's so good, Megan. You don't understand. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. You're going to like, this is going to be the campaign for, for movie night in the Discord, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It's it's honestly very wholesome and heartwarming, but it is also buck fucking insane. It is so buck wild insane. Uh, but I guess now we need to get into some fan fiction. And I Pro want... Probably. <laughs> I want... Yeah, because we are 40 minutes into this record almost. You remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Danny Phantom and Fairly Odd Parents, and I revealed to you my dark secret that in middle school I had a fan club that was just me about Fairly Odd Parents? You sure did. You told that to me and God and everyone. Well, Megan, what I have in my hands right now is um, the precursor to the Fairly Odd Parents fan club, and it is the TMNT Times. Uh, which, oh which is in fact a, a fanzine I believe I created in fourth fucking grade for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, it's uh, so cute. Uh, let's see. The turtle of the month is Michelangelo, 
There's only four. I don't know how long I was playing. I maybe could have put Venus to Milo, but even then they'd be like, well, okay. Uh, the villain, it's not, not sustainable. villain. <laughs> it's sustainable, younger Scotty. Uh, the villain of the month is Hun, which is just a big thick boy that was in the 2003 reboot. The character of the month is April. I don't know if you can see these fucking exclamation points I that I went oh, mad I horny it's, with. It's bright green uh, font, like the color. What what font is that? That's like, it's like Ariel. Like, this is basic <laughs> font. It's uh, so, it's so big. I love it <laughs> so much. The <laughs> uh, news on January thirteenth, the fifth and sixth volumes of the TMNT DVD set, and on March twenty third, the seventh and eighth volumes of the set will come out. Also, the WB was gonna make a TMNT show that was never released. What the shell? <laughs> <laughs> it gets it. Okay. Oh uh, before, my god! Before I read oh, the last this one, is uh, amazing. I, I, I stole a I stole a comic off the internet and put it in here. So that's cool, I guess. And then I generated a puzzle. I generated a puzzle for the back. Um beautiful. Attention, anyone who sends in the first 15 episodes of the new TMNT series in order by February 1st gets $5. I was hustling. I was hustling to get this fucking show. You were. I will just uh, straight give you five bucks. <laughs> this announcement, the editor slash writer slash president's birthday is January 6th. So send me, parentheses, Scotty, a present cowabunga this seems less like a zine and more like my desperate attempt to get free shit which honestly it's it's still me that's still me as an adult um but that's not all i have it's very good though that is very that good really excellent well what i now have for you megan is not just a fan fiction but the first ever fan fiction Scotty Moore ever wrote. <laughs> See, that's that's what I knew was coming. Yeah, from after, like after you unearthed that that uh, that the beautiful uh, time capsule of a zine there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I it says three oh four, and I don't know if that's two thousand and four or just the fourth of March, and I have no idea when this is from. Uh, but yeah, this was easily middle school era. I was a child at this time. Ahem. One hot summer day in New York City, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were trying to find a way to get cool, unaware that Baxter Stockman was about to solve their heat problem. But there was a catch. A catch that could end their lives. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. This is a child. Hey, Donatello, have you solved a way to make us cooler? Yelled Leonardo to his brother as Michelangelo interrupted. Dude, there's no way you can make me cooler. Donatello answered. No, I, I told you there's no way you can change the weather. Guys, come here. Check it out. It's snowing. Yelled Raphael. Snowing in the sewers? In summer? Not likely. According to my calculations, it's 1,111,111 to 1, said Donatello in confusion, which I think is a Star Wars reference? Isn't that what's... 
That's Maybe? what C- I think I, that's I what C three PO says when they're like, <laughs> and then he says, "Never tells me the odds." Uh, who cares? It's snowing. I'm gonna build a ninja snow turtle. I use an old pizza box, my extra nin- nunchucks, and my extra bandana," said Michelangelo in excitement. And voila, it's done. After many hours of playing in the snow, the turtles finally go to sleep, unaware that the ninja snow turtle is coming to life and he's evil. Da, da, da. <laughs> the next day, the turtles found their lair trashed and the ninja snow turtle in their recliner, which made Michelangelo angry. That's it, you snow turtle. I brought you into this world. Now I'm going to take you out. Hiya! Michelangelo yelled with anger. (laughs) Mikey, wait. I'll find a way to stop him. You guys just hold him off and distract him, yelled Donatello to Michelangelo. The turtles began to fight while Donnie works on a way to stop him. Leonardo's cotton blade sliced right through the ninja snow turtle, but he rebuilds himself. The same thing happens with Raphael and Michelangelo, but the snow turtle throws his ice nunchucks towards Raph and Leo. No, Raph, Leo, you're fro- Oh, there's some bad spelling here. You're froze. You're now ninja sickles, yells Michelangelo. (laughs) Mikey, quick, jump, Donatello warns as the snow turtle throws a third ice nunchuck. I also figured out what hurts him. It's hot chocolate. Ah, Donatello. Oh, wait, that looks like it was a scream of pain. Donatello Donatello gets frozen by the ice nunchuck which Mikey avoided Mikey quickly fixes a mug of hot chocolate just give me a minute (laughs) I just gotta heat it up I I just gotta one zero zero should I put like defrost or just hit go He throws it on the snow turtle. He melts and finally dies. But Mikey notices eyes in a manhole cover. He rushes through the manhole cover. It was Baxter Stockman running back to foot headquarters. Michelangelo follows him to the foot headquarters. (laughs) But before Baxter gets in, he stops him. To the foot headquarters? Yeah. Yo, Baxter, give me the code to stop that weather thingy. Did I have a weather thingy written in at this? I guess this was an idea I had in an earlier draft. Had to cut it out. (laughs) Michelangelo yells at him. Okay, turtle, I'll give to you in a riddle. The first digit is the number of legs an octopus has. Play along at home, folks. (laughs) The second digit is the first digit times two. (laughs) Oh, God. Baby Scotty, you're giving me math homework? And the third one is the first digit added to the second digit. Baxter answers. So it's 81624, Mikey says. I don't think Michelangelo (laughs) would know math that good, but okay. (laughs) He, he goes back to the lair, enters the code, and fixes a gallon of hot chocolate. He uses half to melt the snow, and the other half to melt the ice off his brothers. They thanked him greatly, so the sewers are safe again. That's, uh, <laughs> I feel like there were a few moments that needed a little bit of extrapolation in that one. But outside of that... <laughs> Look at that I, the, the 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 beginnings of uh, of greatness the the buddings. <laughs> I did also find this. This is I I grabbed it because I thought it said Ninja Turtle, 
and I, this had to have been far before <laughs> the uh, the one I just read because, as you can see, it's got my horrid childlike handwriting on it. Oh yeah, that's and it's the ninja turkey meets the ninja butcher, except I spelled ninja with a G. I to my mother and my father and my nana and my papa with B skies. <laughs> One day, James the Turkey, a.k.a. Ninja Turkey, was watching the TV when the phone rang. It was the mayor. He said there was a ninja... It looks like it says Ninja Butter, but I think it's Ninja Butcher. Nah, there was, there a, was, nin, there was Ninja Butter. Ninja... <laughs> next to next to the mall sausage. <laughs> just, just about to say, what else are you going to put on your mall sausage? <laughs> Destroying the town. He got into his suit... Uh, and then rushed to the turkey mobile. T- I was real into turkeys as a child because they're the only thing I could draw because you just had to trace your hand. So, like, I had a whole turkey thing. I had ninja turkey. I had star turkeys, which, of course, was Star Wars, but with turkeys. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, I I'd love to tell you the rest of this, but... Sweet Christ, I cannot read this. <laughs> I I will read this, which is so he shot giant pig bullets at him and he fell down. Then he he saw the but but butcher mobile. Then he called James Bond and the Ninja Turtles. Oh, they are in this one. <laughs> He'll need compelling. all the he'll need all the help he can get. Jesus. Uh all right, yeah, I'm not God, this one is this one's a lot. At least the other one like had a beginning. I do remember like being excited about the twist of oh they have to now go catch Baxter Stockman and it's not just a strict A to B story. But yeah. What did you do to my favorite franchise of all time? <laughs> Um, not much. <laughs> okay, that tracks, that tracks, yeah. Wow, okay, that's very hurtful. <laughs> I mean, I could pull back out Ninja Turkey, baby. I got it right here. No, I'm, look, hey, I have been clinging to... To sanity. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, have been, I have been clinging to a very fragile thread this entire episode <laughs> if you, if you want to pull back the curtains i am on a remanded leave of absence from from my prescription adderall and it is not going well <laughs> i almost wrote a line in the opening ninja turtle theme about megan not being on their adderall and then i cut it i've been very mean so yes Fine, you got me. This isn't going to be my best work. (laughs) Also, yes, apparently I'm turning into Beetlejuice, like, as we speak. (laughs) No, it's honestly like that episode of Seinfeld where the giant chicken roaster sign got in front of Kramer's apartment. (laughs) It just kind of drove him insane for a few. That's why. 
feels <laughs> that's what's happening inside my brain there's just a kenny rogers roaster side that's just getting brighter and brighter <laughs> um, you seem stressed oh i'm stressed i'm stressed jerry <laughs> oh i'm stressed <laughs> It's making me inexplicably more racist, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was that was really bad. <laughs> oh God, I, 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 it's because I was I, I was thinking about the episode of the weird that just came out too, where we were talking about Kramer being racist. Oh yeah, <laughs> jointheweird.com. <laughs> don't 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 acknowledge it. Don't talk about it. Um, just do it. So uh, originally, I was thinking about um, because the thing that I always think about in these types of things, uh, where you have characters that s- slot into like those specific personality things, where it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, we're you know, um, you got leader, party boy, one that fucks machines, and then the rude boy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so it, I always think of like the personality quizzes type things because that's like the first thing that always pops into my head when you have like pieces of media with these. Um, actually, the first thing I thought of was like, which turtle should you date? And then I was like, wait, no, that's gross and bad. They're teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. They're like I 16 and this- I'm 31. <laughs> I love how the teenagers part is the issue, not the cloaca. It's just the fact that no. <laughs> Scotty, we both tweeted about how excited we are for Venom 2. You think a cloaca is going to stop me? No, it's the age of consent. <laughs> Are you suggesting Venom has a cloaca? No. (laughs) You don't want to know. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, I've made you 100% more efficient. It comes out, they both come out same hole. (laughs) It's a whole one now, goddammit. Spider-Man has web shooters. I <laughs> I have raised cloaca. Eddie, Eddie, it's all one hole, Eddie. <laughs> no, I'm, suge- I'm suggesting. Uh, I'm suggesting that we might be dirty monster fuckers. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> Uh, although, re- really, like, I, I, it's it's just as 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 I'm going to as I, as I go down further as I as I dive further into what's what's happening here, uh, you'll, it's it's really play acting at monster fuckery at best. It's not that true shit. You're not going hard in the monster fuckery pain. It's yeah, pretty much. But anyway, yeah, it's the issue really is the age of consent. <laughs> it's monster fucker summer, okay? It is monster fucker summer. We deserve it. <laughs> but so, yeah, so so no, we're not doing a which Ninja Turtle should you date quiz because they're teens. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Eddie, call me when the red one is 18. Eddie. Eddie, he's not legal yet. Don't be gross, Eddie. Eddie's just sitting behind the wheel like, I didn't say anything. I know, but I'm in your brain, Eddie. I know what you thought. I'm just trying to drive us to McDonald's, Venom. <laughs> You heard the purple one does machines, and you got very <laughs> jealous. I heard it. I'm not getting you a fucking Happy Meal if you keep this up, Venom. Damn it! <laughs> so, Don't you one black coffee me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll get one black coffee and I'll pour it right down the cloaca. <laughs> And this has been Megan's fan fiction for the week. Yep, this is it. This is my this was my teenage mutant ninja turtle fan fiction. I hope you enjoyed it. About Venom arguing with Eddie Brock. So and I was like, well, okay, but I, I what do I don't want to do like a what ninja turtle are you quiz because those are all terrible. Cause it's like, what what do you like to do for fun? Eat pizza. You get angry. Machines. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Raphael's bandana color. Leonardo's bandana color. So, and I was like, "All right, well, let's let's uh, let's approach this from a different angle. Let's instead say, what does your favorite Ninja Turtle character say about you as a person?" Okay. I, I kind of love them all equally, unfortunately, except for Leonardo, who can go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, that's that that tends to be the case. Well, see, I did I did more than the turtles. I did like everybody. Oh, OK. Leo's the Captain America of the affair. And I think that's why I don't like him. I see. I wrote him down as the Cyclops, like from X-Men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> But yeah, same energy. Um, yeah, I say he's, uh, he's Cyclops. He's the one that nobody wants to be, usually, if you're on the <laughs> playground. Yeah. But he does have a sword. Uh, if Leonardo was your favorite, you were probably the oldest sibling. Yep. And uh, you're, uh, you're the, the mom or the dad friend, but you're the one who refers to yourself as the mom or the dad friend. Oh, As gross. opposed to, like, the the actual, like, appointed one of the group, and no one likes it. No one. <laughs> have you, I'm sorry to interrupt, have you seen the image of one of the costumes from the original Ninja Turtles now? The rotting Donatello costume. Yeah, I'm just going. <laughs> yeah, just I've, gonna yeah, send that yeah in there chat. it is anyway. Thank you. For, yeah, it's really. I gotta hate the exposed. Does the exposed teeth look fake? <laughs> well, they are. They well, don't no, have but I mean, real like, teeth like been, in there. No, they're real human teeth. Uh, they look like they've been photoshopped in. Is is what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Um, God, no, it I, sucks. It, it fucking it, sucks. <laughs> That looks like something that would be described in, on, like, our, like, no sleep or something. Oh, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, I was, uh, I found myself in, like, an old abandoned play place, and I don't remember how I got there, and this was standing in the corner of the room breathing heavily at me, but it never moved. 
<laughs> Fuck that. That's your fan fiction right there. I did it there. I just did two. Um. <laughs> so who is your favorite? Uh, I'm. I hate to say Donatello's third because Donatello is still fucking awesome. I'm. St- I am always been. I guess Raphael. I'm a bad boy. I'm a. I'm a dirty little boy. <laughs> Uh, you got middle child syndrome and you'll punch anyone who points this out in their stupid goddamn face and you're probably also gay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a middle child. I mean, I guess I kind of am because like I hung out with my cousins a lot and with them I was a middle child because I was born in between my two cousins. But like, I'm not a middle, I'm an only child. Well, if you were going to say Donatello... I said that if your Donatello is your favorite, there's a good chance you're an only child and you spent a lot of time playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really should pick Donatello at that point. It's almost like a horoscope. <laughs> horoscope. <laughs> Holy did, shit. My this- Alabama came out on that. My horoscope, you know? My teenage teenage mutant turtle horoscope. (laughs) (laughs) My horoscope of where the stars were when I did a birth. That's what my horoscope is. But I don't think I agree with it. I'm too nice to be a Capricorn. (laughs) I'm too nice to be a Capri Sun. Okay. Uh what what if someone picked Michelangelo? That's my second choice. I assume uh youngest sibling energy. Yeah. Baby of the family. You always get what you want all the time. Himbo, you're probably also a little gay. I think I'm more my the description is I'm most Michelangelo, I think, at this point. Do you have the rest for our listeners at home who perhaps like someone other than the main four turtles? Oh, absolutely. If Splinter is your favorite, you're the actual dad, mom, parent, friend of your friend group. And you you probably have boundless reserves of patience for your friend's bullshit. Also, there's a non-zero chance you might be a furry. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Yeah, I could feel that one. Uh, April O'Neil was your favorite. You have absolutely no patience for your friend's bullshit. (laughs) And I mean, there's sort of the obvious thing about, you know, being up in people's business um, and, and you know, that, you know, the gossip. But you're also probably like the only one who can make a phone call. And you're also probably a little gay. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Casey Jones is your favorite. Then you're, you're look, let's let's just be obvious. You're probably gay. Yeah. And you're also probably trance. <laughs> and you were also probably that kid who had to get kicked out of karate lessons because you immediately tried to use them on other kids on the playground. If Casey Jones is your favorite, your gender has not been seen or heard from in 50 years. <laughs> if Casey Jones is your favorite, you probably are Hawk Babadook. <laughs> We stand Hawk X Casey Jones in this house. <laughs> we sure do. If Shredder is your favorite, you wanted a Dilf, you refuse to be a monster fucker, and you know what? 
that's okay. That's respectable. Respect. <laughs> it's okay to not want to fuck a rat man or a pig dude <laughs> or whatever the fuck Krang was. <laughs> Just a nasty brain and a baby robot body. And on that note, if Krang was your favorite... You saw Total Recall at a very young age, and it left a worrying impression on you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually trying to see, oh, Christ, alive. I was trying to see what the Krang, like, in the new version looks like. Oh, no. He still looks like a giant baby, although, although, like, he can, he can, like, come out of the belly in a horrifying way. Just oh look at. Oh boy, I'm gonna regret it. Oh no! Oh, I don't like it. I will get you, Tornos. Yeah, no, that's bad. That my Total Recall <laughs> reference still works for that, though. He looks like a used-up bubble gum that got stuck inside Doctor Octopus. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I will kill uh, you, Spider-Man. <laughs> And if Bebop and Rocksteady were your favorites, you have absolutely no problems being a monster fucker and are probably the most powerful out of all of us, and I'm very scared of you. Please don't contact me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it's Buckwild. I'm not just looking at all of the artwork for it, and, like, there's a picture of the baby robot, but it looks like he almost has, like, a a Hulk Hogan beard. (laughs) He's almost got, like, a weird lumberjack beard, and I don't know how a robot grows a beard. What the fuck? (laughs) The only thing is that he gave the robot a beard on purpose. (laughs) I want to look intimidating. I... 10 things you never knew about Krang. We could do a whole episode about this little chewed up piece of bubble gum. 10 Couldn't things you never knew about. There's so much I'm sure I never knew about Krang. Uh, this one's pretty obvious, just like if you think. Originally, he was the disembodied brain of an evil warlord. I oh, mean, yeah. One, one would assume. I don't think he just fucking <laughs> popped into the world that way. Evolution. Uh, Here, I'm Craig. Like, how did he see? I he sounded like that, right? He was like tentacles. Well, yeah, yeah, but then he would like go inhale breathing, or he'd be like hello, turtles, and do that weird shit that sucks. <laughs> uh, his first appearance was in 1987. There was a good reason for his inclusion. Uh, if anyone remembers the original comic, it was violent. And it wouldn't make it into a daytime cartoon. Krang was invented because by necessity he had to use a robot body and the turtles beating the shit out of a robot is far more acceptable than it would be with than seeing them bludgeoning a living person to death. Yeah, well. Uh, he's from Dimension X. Yeah, there's a debate over whether the android body or the bubble walker, which is where he looks normal, <laughs> is better. I say probably the one where he looks normal. He appears to be a part of one species, but isn't. Okay. that That's a stupid fact. Yeah. Shredder had his body built for him. Well, yeah. No shit. Did Shredder give him the beard? <laughs> Place a beard upon that. Mr. Krang must look intimidating. (laughs) Make him more masculine. Give that bitch a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Like this, you Lord Shredder, and it's just got a big fuck off 
curly handlebar mustache. <laughs> it's too silly. No, like a lumberjack. <laughs> like a lumberjack. Damn you. You were babies. <laughs> Uh, and then the final one, his goal was to terraform the Earth to make it more like his planet. All right. None of these are funny. Like, I was hoping there'd be some shit just like, Krang's actually come. But no, it's just like basic stuff. <laughs> He's come. I bet you didn't know that, fuckers. An evil warlord got too excited and just sprayed out Krang everywhere. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm Krang. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm gonna crank! <laughs> I'm gonna crank! Welcome to fun fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that'd be the most horrifying thing. Did you finish? I see you have. I'm leaving. <laughs> so we fixed Ninja Turtles. <laughs> we broke Ninja um, um, Turtles. You just, you just cranked. <laughs> I just cranked everywhere. But next week, uh, one of our listeners pointed, or actually made a request of us, and they wanted more Nicolas Cage. They sure did. And and how, how could we refuse such a request? Yes, and I, my question is this. Do we do a movie featuring Nicolas Cage next week? Or do we just do the concept of Nicolas Cage next week? No, we we, we can't just do the cons Nicolas Cage the the concept the man like that's. What do you mean you can't talk just, about me for thirty minutes and then make goofs about me? <laughs> All right, where would you uh where would you like to go then? What what section of the Cageiverse would you like to live in for a few? Oh, God. <laughs> what cage crevice do I just want to, like, <laughs> nestle into for a good, a good solid hour? <laughs> um, we've got some recommendations. Firstly, it was Spoon Uwu. Oh, Uwu? Uwu, please, Uwu. more cage? Uwu, Nicholas Cage. Hello, I would like some Nicholas Cage. Hello, Mr. Cage. Uh... <laughs> George Diaz recommended National Treasure or Ghost Rider, which are both very good fucking options. They uh, are. Then we got Con Air, Vampire's Kiss, Wicker Man, Face Off. There are so many places to go. Oh, man. All right. Um, I, I notice you, ne you neglected you neglected mine. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said yours. No, you, you didn't. I said Con Air. You didn't say The Rock. Oh, The Rock. I forgot about that one. That rich, meaty vein. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, there's so many good options. There is. I think we got to go with a classic. Um, I think we got to... I think... I think we got to take our face... Off. off. Okay, I thought you were going to propose stealing the Declaration of Independence, but fuck yes, let's do face-off. I actually have, I've seen bits and pieces, I've never seen full face-off. Oh. Oh, Scotty, you are in for a fucking <laughs> delight. You are in for a treat, my friend. It's like Freaky Friday, but with guns, right? <laughs> Yeah, basically, except okay. the, the, the lesson that they learned at the end is, uh, 
No, they don't learn a lesson. They just shoot guns. Okay, good. It's it's well, Freaky Friday if, if Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, the other one just learned that they needed to shoot each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's next week. We're going to take our face off. And, but until then, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on the, the Twitter at Meg underscore danger, where I, I tweet you pictures of of my cat i can't i can't i can't i've done this for over an hour i there's there's no it is tapioca pudding up there i do podcasts they're they're pretty good most of the time i think the links to all of them are on my twitter at meg underscore danger help and you can find me on Twitter at Scottymo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Check out all the other podcasts I do, like The Many Adventures of Sammy Magic, a show that I only do once a month because I keep forgetting to do it because there's a lot of anxiety <laughs> over recording alone. And check out The Weird. It's me and Megan and Charles. It's another person. You know Charles. Actual play TTRPG <laughs> podcast. It's like Twin Peaks, but better x-files but worse and gravity falls but exactly the fucking same and you can find that at jointheweird.com yeah i got nothing better to add to that you've got that pitch nailed down and it makes people (laughs) very upset i've learned it's so good (laughs) thank you to best day who i i don't know what to call anymore But he did. <laughs> I guess when he's doing music, he's just still best day. Uh, he made the, the music on this podcast. And you go, oh, that's music, all right. If you want to hear more of that, you go to soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day. Or you search best day on Spotify or Apple Music. If he's doing video games, he's Marinara infermo with m it fucking sucks yeah it's it's, so bad it's real bad he's on twitter now too to to promote that the the twitch streaming hey and you can can cyber bully him and tell him his fucking twitch stream his twitch name is bad make that best day a worse day for us here at fun fiction (laughs) And make sure to support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS, but most importantly, continue the campaign. It's Pride Month, folks. And we here, like all like like all the big corporations, want to make sure you know how inclusive we are with the release of all <laughs> our our <laughs> Get it out. Our non-binary friends can show their love with the fucking Hawk Babadook Abomination shirt. I'm the, I think I may be the only person who doesn't have it yet. I'm the only person who does not own this horrid shirt that I've created. Yeah, what the fuck, Scotty? Are you, are, are you... Are you against non-binary rights? Is that what you're saying? I have the, I own the art. It's an NFT and I own it. <laughs> we just destroyed a chunk of the rainforest. For Hawk Babadook. No, I don't want people thinking that that's true. Everybody's doing NFTs right now. They might think we're serious. No, it's not. Well, I mean, an NFT means that, uh, that you own the right to that image. <laughs>
and I own the right to hawk Duck. It cost me zero dollars. <laughs> you don't, well, you own the right to hawk Duck. I don't know if you technically own the right to that image. <laughs> Can we, oh yeah, that's, that's a big point, isn't it? Can we copyright hawk Duck real quick? Wait, I don't know if you can copyright hawk Duck either, because actually, Bob now that I think. Ah, fuck, damn it! <laughs> you can't legally make that NFT, my dude! <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, you can't make this an NFT, Eddie. No, no, it's okay. It'll be fine. No, Eddie. Eddie, you don't legally own like three of the things involved in this thing, Eddie. <laughs> no, only like two. Well, Quicksilver, that's one. Yoda, that's two. Babadook. Ah, oh, fuck, I didn't think about Babadook. Is that not public domain yet? Eddie, the authorities are coming. You have to hide in my cloaca. <laughs> 